0: This is the energy we are starting with right now. Welcome to this week's episode of the Two Point Culture Podcast.
1: Oh,
0: Screen city. Um, Zach, how are you doing, man? I'm great.
1: Got that Kwame Brown going that Kwame on? energy today. Oh, no, I don't have that energy. I'm not throwing a bunch of people underneath the bus.
0: <laughs> I got that energy today. <laughs> then I'll talk about the screens I set.
1: <laughs> Yo. Uh,
0: oh, all right. Man.
1: Zach, what have we got on the docket today, my friend? Well, we had an awesome album release last week. Did we ever. So we should definitely get into that. Let's get into a little bit of playoff previews in the NBA. You know, what we're thinking and see what kind of predictions we can kind of make on this one. So let's get into the J. Cole off-season album, because it went better than his debut. I'll tell you that. It wasn't? It was better than okay, his debut. Okay, good. I, I <laughs> yeah. wanted to make sure I did oh, no, no on this. I was like, blog <laughs> <"Wod> off. <laughs> Thank God he didn't debut before that album dropped because I don't know if it was perceived as highly. Probably
0: not. The sound wouldn't have been the same too then. I'll say this I stayed up and I waited for the album. So when I cut it on and the first thing I heard was Cam go kill it, I knew we were going to be in for something new. Thoughts on the album? Positive, negative, catch a fade, I guess you would like to say. Catch positive flames for a really long time, and this is probably a terrible thing to admit, but I understand this is a very common thing with people. Like people don't purchase music anymore. Mm-hmm. um Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I the album. Oh, nice, good yeah. job.
1: Yeah, oh, that's no. good. I'm trying to buy the vinyl. To be honest, I think I'm gonna get uh, the vinyl version. Sure. I don't blame you. <laughs> this whole thing is a walking flame emoji. Where would you say it ranks amongst Cole's discography? I have it at number two already.
0: Yeah, I have it. Oh man, it's probably neck neck and neck with Kod. Wait, what's really? your what's your number one Cole album? Forest.
1: Okay. It's what I grew up listening to. That's Fair why enough. there's too much of a meaning for that. Towards um, that. I would then say probably the off season would be two. Mm, probably go KOD next. I'm gonna go KOD. Yeah. I loved KOD too. I, I'm not so. counting the mixtapes
0: of Friday Night Lights. I'm gonna leave those off. Yeah, but, uh in the in the album discography, yeah. No, it's and KOD was my favorite. So that's like one A, one B right now for those two albums.
1: What song stood out to you the most? Amari. That was a good when, one. When listen, I looked
0: at the producers after and I understood the the flute, like the Timbaland presence. For me, when you get those instruments like right, especially like I'm I'm a big sonic sound guy. So when things get like that, like with the flutes and the windpipes and all that, mm-hmm. like
1: you catch my attention right away. Plus He was talking that shit. Yes, he He was was talking that shit. (laughs) Yes, he was, but he backed it up. I just found the whole album, to be honest, very motivating. Oh, very. It's a good album to vibe to. A lot of different sounds. I find there was no filler whatsoever. No, everything flowed in sequence perfectly
0: from one song to another. Too. That's a very, very big thing.
1: Right, and I mean, I thought the feature choices were were nice too, right? I think they were properly placed and the guys that he got on there, they did a great job. Black got a little feature there. I saw that too. Yeah. Um, Did you ever hear the story about Cole and Puff? I've heard, I guess, the cliff notes from it. I think it was from the Rihanna interview that she had done. Possibly. um, uh, Years ago, I think it was. Now, for the listeners who don't know it, do you want to share... Yeah, sure. I, I think it was around 2012,
0: 2014, somewhere in that range, where Kendrick had released his verse, his control verse. And at the MTV Awards, apparently Puff had a problem with Kendrick saying, I'm the king of New York, king New York. of both coasts. So he took it up with him. And where when he went to pour a drink on Kendrick, Cole intervened, and that led to. Punches being thrown allegedly between the crews. Yeah, that's the story. So for Cole to come out and say the last person I fought was Puff, <laughs> eh. Puff punched a lot of these new ra- well, and I'm not don't mean to call Cole a new rapper, but he's punched a lot of the new age rappers in the face.
1: Yeah, I still think he's trying to maintain that street toughness and that I'm still got that head honcho. I, I don't think it's that. I nope. just think Puff has that limit. Maybe I just I just really think that he has that limit
0: because if you would have told me. Puff has tried to punch Cole, punch Drake, and pour a drink on Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I am not going to get into the Puff rant on that Rick Ross feature where they yeah. put that. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I just think Puff has that limit where it's like you can go either way. But we're not. This is not a Puff conversation. We're going back right into Cole.
1: What was your notable song? So I am neck and neck here. I loved my life. Great song. Yeah, and uh, hunger on hillside. Nice. Those were my two that really stuck out. They just both hit home. My life, I thought, was very motivational. And 21, I, man. Yeah, 21 Savages. There's some credit there. Might be one of the more underrated rappers right now. 100%. He was spitting fire. Even his his other stuff that he came out with as well, right? Over I'm the a weekend. nice guy, so I send him 10 bears
0: every time I make them mama's cry. <laughs> uh, straight fire. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he minced no words for what he does in the streets. But again, a guy went tit for tat with Cole and some people even came out of that album saying that he might have stolen the show on that. So good for him. And also good for Cole for just giving him that feature and giving him that giving him more of that limelight. Right. How do you feel about Cole rapping like Lil Baby? It's all right. I mean, it's not my favorite, but like I said, it's just nice to see him trying to do different stuff. I guess he's bored, right? I guess or not bored, like he said in the documentary. I don't know. Did you get to watch the documentary? I did. First of all, I thought that documentary was really well done and it really highlights where he's coming from. He's like, I'm getting complacent. I was too comfortable. And whether you like this album or not, this album was more about sharpening my skills. Mm-hmm. And Let me show you guys what I can do in my range. Exactly. So for him to try these different things out and maybe you know grab these guys to feature onto this album with him that maybe in the past he may not have probably have worked with, I thought it was pretty good. It's only going to push him. Like he said to, I think he he said it in the KD interview, right? He's like, I never understood like basketball players like Kobe and the, those guys. I'd be grinding in the gym, working by myself. And then they're all of a sudden like the new age basketball players, the the Durants, you know, the maybe not the LeBrons, but well, yeah, even LeBron. I Ooh, would say. LeBron's. Yeah. They start working out together guys on different teams why it's to push each other and to also elevate the league so i guess in his sense he's like if i want to elevate my my rap game i gotta go out there and spit these lyrics with these guys who right now are pretty relevant and, and like them or not they're successful right now mm-hmm. you what did you think about that i don't mind cold rapping like little baby i like the versatility that it
0: gives him even like because when he started to get into that young young thug mode where he's like uh, mm-hmm leave him on the corner he's slumping like when he got into that i was like oh that's just an interesting twist because now like it's very not that it's very hard to do but i just i think it's an interesting dynamic for somebody who went platinum off of no features as we'd like to talk about in reference to but to go out there and be like hey like so that was the biggest thing for cole where um we used to talk about oh he's not seen with anybody he's doing everything on his own and like and like i like to liken that to how I've discussed MM with you in the past. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, we used to see M, but like M wouldn't be out of the house, which is exactly. much like his problem right now. Whereas, yeah. like, at least Cole, you know, besides the fact that he's playing for a Rwandan um, basketball team, he um, he's out, he's with friends. He'd like, and he even talks about that in the documentary. I didn't want to finish this, you know, journey by myself. I wanted mm-hmm. to take the people where and see who i could rock with because what's a discography it's just me
1: it's funny because i think it was the last episode we discussed we're getting close to the end and everything like that but when i watched that documentary i didn't get that sense really i got a more of a sense of like there's still some stuff i want to do right um so i don't know if that's more feature work on his end i don't think it's respectively i don't think it's feature work i think it comes
0: into the other aspects of music that he gets to do because now he gets to like coordinate projects or yeah, you know it's other things in life I think because we have one more album coming from Cole and then he said he's gonna fade off into the black mm-hmm. even though rappers never really retire yeah but whatever that last project's gonna be whenever we get it because
1: mm-hmm. we don't know what that timetable is either everything is gonna be on the table on that project yeah because you kind of mentioned this. And I think it kind of went unnoticed. He hasn't had that memorable song. That's timeless. Yes, and I thought that was funny because I thought no role models. Right away, is
0: that is that not timeless? That that's or is it timeless? Well, I mean, to you, to you might come across as timeless, but to
1: general consensus, like it's funny though because I've put that on and everybody knows that song. They may not know it's from him, but it seems like somebody has heard it somewhere. The hook is catchy too, right? Like, don't save her. Right. She don't want to be saved. Yeah. So I always thought that was kind of interesting. So I'm like, okay, so what is he striving for? Like, what is he looking for? And again, I don't know if he is looking for the pop song that hits the radio and this number one track. I don't think it's that. I think he's looking for something that deeply connects all aspects or of hip hop, maybe. Or I don't know. But I don't know. Also, trying to
0: get, like, that timeless either song or album, especially Mm -hmm. now, it's harder to do now, especially in a microwave era where artists can drop as they please at any given moment. Right. Mm -hmm. So when, because if I say, you know, Drake, I don't know if you count uh, Drake's take care to be timeless. I would put it like, you can make
1: an argument that that's a timeless album. Yeah. I would almost cut it on at any point. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could say that's timeless. But, you can even say Scorpion's got to be up there too.
0: I don't know if Scorpion's timeless because like, well, for example, what's the last song from Scorpion you listened to recently at, at, at your choice? nonstop. Fair. Yeesh.
1: Well, there goes my point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why I would only argue that that's timeless. And that's, by the way, what you're saying is fair. And that's, I think you share the same perspective as a lot of people. When but why I would say... Know. Yeah, why I would say it's timeless, though, is unlike what I think Cole is trying to do, I also think that Drake's album, that that album hits every like every category in terms of, like, you want that poppy, kind of, like, um, happy-go-lucky, yeah, yeah. you know, music. But then there's also that rugged Drake... What's that English rap there? Uh, the UK drill. Drill, yes, exactly. Drill He's got a bit of drill to him, too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, again... Take Care, though, you could say the same thing. Right. But then again, like, if we're painting the landscape of, like, and
0: because these are the three that are going to go into context, like, always, where it's always going to be Drake, Cole, and Kendrick. Yep. Drake might be the closest one to that album because, or to having a timeless album, because I can't, and no disrespect to Kendrick, but I don't think he has a timeless album yet. Good Kid, Mad City is a great album, but I don't think it's
1: timeless. I agree. I agree with you. I mean, I'm sure some people argue Damn is timeless, but I wouldn't consider it. Listen, you know what's the only song from Damn I still play? Which one? Ain't nobody praying for me. I mean, I still rock to his Damn stuff. Like, I still have that playing, but I don't know if... That's just me, though, right? Oh, it's Feel. I got
0: That's it. it.
1: That's it. There it is. Sorry about that. That's
0: okay. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, But that happens, like... You know, we're going to see a lot of greats. Like, as we get into the sports segments later, like, a lot of these greats that we're going to see coming into the league being like the best thing since sliced bread aren't going to get rings. <laughs> it's going it, to happen. It's the same thing. Not every artist can get that timeless, one time classic. Like, yeah. no role models. Right. And even though we're arguing it's not timeless, like, yes, it takes you back to a scene. Like, you can remember where you first heard that song, but I don't know if
1: right. timeless. Again, and that's just me too, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if that's general population. Bro, I, I, don't, I don't expect
0: a lot of people to like mess with the song of Mari, but I love that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting. I love how music touches uh, different feelings and different memories and everything like that. I always I always thought that was interesting how people can personally connect to song or at least to sound mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. Absolutely. Hopefully, people can connect to this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. <laughs> all right. I think it's NBA time. Let's go with the shits. Yes, because it's a crazy time right now. Playoffs are around the corner starting tomorrow, which would be the 18th. We're recording this on the 17th. When this drops, play-in games may have already happened, but let's have some fun with this. Let's do it. We'll run through each matchup. We'll start with the play-in games. And just for for the play-in games, just predict the winner. Okay. When it comes to the series part, predict the number of games. You got it. We're going to add some little tidbits. Some variables? Why we, yeah. Well, no. We're going to add a little tidbit of why we think that those games should go a certain way. Right. Let's start in the East. Indiana, number nine. They were 34 and 38 this year versus number 10, Charlotte. 33 and 39 was Charlotte's record. One game. Who do you have? I got Charlotte. Nice. I got
0: Charlotte, man. Uh, I, think it's about, the- I, think, I think it's about time, you know. Um, there's a lot of, I think they're a very young and developing team. So even though they're winning this, I don't really think that there's a long road for them this season. And that, But I do think that they're a couple pieces away from being something really special. So I have Charlotte winning over the Pacers.
1: I'm gonna say the exact same thing. I got Charlotte winning against the Pacers. I was just checking right now. Injury report for tomorrow. Brogdon, questionable. Holiday, questionable. Lamb out. Sabonis, questionable. Sumner, questionable. Turner out. Warren out.
0: Oh, that's big.
1: I mean Miles he, Turner being out hurts them a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Their season basically fell apart after Miles got hurt the first time in holiday sabona sumner even if these guys do play they're not going to be 100 no uh, i'll take charlotte on this one right um to your point on that one note though and i think
0: no player is 100 right now True. we're at that point in the year where like you're you are what you are you're the mm-hmm. percentage of what you percentage it's only going to get worse from here
1: you you, you this is wear and tear season. <laughs> Plus, I mean, like I said, Indiana was struggling down the stretch too. Yeah, absolutely. They do play fundamental basketball. It's not pretty, it's very cut and paste and like just grind out victories. I still like Charlotte on this one. Uh Gordon Hayward is not playing tomorrow. Gordon Hayward's out? Yeah. Why? Because it's Gordon Hayward.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sprained foot. I should I should be aware wearing this jersey.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hot take. Triple double for LaMelo. Okay. Um, Hornets by
0: 10. Hornets. I like Hornets that. Hornets by 10. Uh, that's what I got. Hey, I'm, I'm loving Frivolous out here. I, I already have my first football bet of the season now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next one. Second playing game. Number seven, Boston, 36 and 36 versus number eight, Washington. 34 and 38 on the season. This is for seventh place and a date with the Brooklyn Nets. Who do you have here? You going seas or you going? Are you going come on? Uh, man, you know I'm going seas. What are we doing
0: here, man? You think I'm gonna rock about Russ? No, come on now. Let's C's up all day. Sells by 15. <laughs> Sells by 15.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh. Sorry, Celts fans. I got Washington here. No,
0: we're gonna be here. <laughs> Trust me, we're in this.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I've been advocating for a while. I want to see Russ versus KD. Give me Russ versus KD in the, in round one. I got Washington winning, and I will say that this game's gonna come down to the wire, though. This is gonna be. I won't. I'm not gonna say last shot wins, but I'm gonna say Washington, Washington by six. Listen. I
0: saw how – we saw how the uh, Brooklyn Nets ended – closed out their season with Blake Griffin throwing a no-look pass to that <laughs> off the backboard. That was insane. Yeah. Like, we've seen that play. So, whoever Brooklyn plays, like, congratulations. Like, it's, it's going to be easy. I don't
1: think it'll be Rice, though. I don't think we're going to get treated to Russ and KV, honestly. Brooklyn <laughs> – they should just call them the uh, the Brooklyn Globetrotters right now because that was insane.
0: <laughs> the steal of possession. I don't even think Blake looked
1: at what he was doing first. Actually, now that I think about it, this would be perfect. The Washington Wizards, we can just name them the Washington Generals and we can go with the uh, Brooklyn the Globetrotters. are fine. Um, okay, so then, so you got Boston, I got Washington. Right. We both have Charlotte. Yep. Yeah last spot who plays philly charlotte or washington excuse me sure on your side charlotte okay so still you have charlotte, charlotte. Um, still going charlotte
0: okay I, I i think charlotte even without gordon hayward has the firepower to at least make it into the dance
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i just i'm not a big faith believer in washington and I know we just talked about how athletes aren't hundred percent, but Bradley Beal came out and said that was a dumb decision and I won't be a hundred percent versus Celtics. So
1: yeah, no, I got Charlotte. winning. Me... Um, so I've got Charlotte versus Boston. I'm going Boston on this one. I think, uh, I think Tatum takes over, leads them to victory. So
0: what does our, what does our playoff scenario look like right now? So in this case, be Charlotte versus Philly and Brooklyn versus Boston?
1: Yeah. Okay. On your side? Yeah.
0: Okay, perfect. And you have. And on
1: my side, it would be Philly versus Boston, which I'd love to see. That'd be great. And Brooklyn versus Washington on my side. Yo, know, what if Tatum
0: snaps and like, now that Jalen Brown isn't there, like, what if he just like goes off the edge?
1: Well, I'm kind of hoping for that. In game two, not game one. <laughs> um, I, no, that's possible though. He, he's got the he's got the abilities to take over a game. My only issue with Boston right now is depth. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're depleted. Yeah, we heard over here,
0: sees. Yeah. Speaking of Boston, um, KG, Kobe, rest in peace. Uh, Tim Duncan, congratulations yeah. to all of you on your Hall of Fame inductions. Ben Wallace as well. Um, Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's about it. That's all I wanted to get off while we were there really quick. And I know we'll probably touch upon this a bit later, especially um, if we
1: just choose to talk about Vanessa and what she said. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to it later. Okay. So Philly. Okay. Let's go on your side first. Let's, let's run through what you would have. And then I'll run through what I would have for the one verse eight and the two verse seven. So on your side, you have Philly versus Charlotte. Yes. What would be your prediction for that?
0: I got Philly in four. Clean sweep. I don't think they take the foot off the gas. I think they
1: apply pressure and like break their necks. Okay. And then Brooklyn versus Boston? Brooklyn in six. I like that. Boston puts up a little bit of a fight.
0: Yeah. I think, I don't think it'll be a clean sweep. Um I think Boston can probably still win one out, one or two, but um, Brooklyn is a different breed, and the fact they haven't even—they still haven't even played them all yet. Like mm-hmm. James was on the side sip, sipping a smoothie. We saw,
1: yeah. So yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I got Brooklyn in six. It hurts my it hurts my soul to say that.
1: On my end, so I got Philly versus I got Philly, Philly versus, versus Boston. Boston. I'll go Philly and six as well on that one. I think Boston would match up pretty well against Philly. That's going to be a really
0: underrated grudge match too, especially with Doc Rivers versus the entire Celtics.
1: Right. And I just think that – I think Boston might steal maybe one game and then win one of the later – like maybe game five. Yeah. If Philly gets tested though a little bit in round one, that could be interesting just to see how they would respond. Yeah, well, listen – Boston's going to have to come out with Boston energy and just pump yeah. somebody in the mouth at one point and keep it moving. And then Brooklyn versus Washington. Uh, I'm going to go with you on this one. I think clean sweep on this. Um, yeah. I'll go clean sweep on Brooklyn side. I think as much as I would love to see Rust versus them, I don't think they stand a chance.
0: <laughs> Listen, Russ is – because and it's so – it's such a hard thing to do when you're playing against mm. like two of your former teammates that are also top five players in their position like today. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's gonna be a tough look. I know Russ is gonna fight, but like it's a tough look. It's a tough team to go against.
1: For sure. And I, I just don't know if Washington has that depth even to even to pull one out, just to pull one game out. Nicholas Claxon over there looking like little Dirk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go to the three versus six, though. Yes. This, this is where it gets interesting. Okay. Uh, number three, Milwaukee. They were 46 and 26 this year versus number six, Miami, 40 and 32. Who do you have here? I, Chase Schwartz, have the Miami
0: Heat in seven. In seven? In seven. Oh, let's go. In seven.
1: I'm a, I'm a, I have I'm Miami they They're going to win in their house. I have Miami in seven as well. I don't – I'm energy. not uh, – That's the energy. I like that. Uh, I know Oladipo's out for the rest of the season. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I think Jimmy's, Jimmy's going to bring it for this one. And also, I wouldn't be shocked if Tyler Hero steps up. That's where I'm going to go with that. I think he's going to Can we talk about going.
0: Tyler Hero's haircut? No, let's leave that alone. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I think Tyler Hero steps up, though. Um, I think they're going to be hitting threes all around that perimeter. Oof, if they beat Milwaukee. Yeah, I know. Um, don't be surprised if they make a big move next year. How many year. games does Chris Middleton show up for? That's a great question. I'm going to say two. Two, okay, uh, um, three. I'll, I'll three? give him three. I'll give him three. Yeah, I'll give him two. I'm not
0: going to hit on J.R.U. Holiday because I actually like Jaru Holiday like a lot. So
1: no, I think Holiday's going to be fine. I oh, think yeah. he's going to be he's consistent in what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that this is going to come down to who can shoot the three, and I got to give my I got to give credit to where it's due, and that's Miami. So.
0: My my view of this is this is going to be the downfall of Giannis not having a jumper again.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he. I love, like I said, eight seven. I like Giannis, but I just I think don't. this is a <laughs> terrible matchup. For I him. don't. Giannis, um, nah. <laughs> I think
0: Bam's yeah. gonna screw with them too. Also, I think the Heat have a bigger chip on their shoulder. Um, one last year. Mm -hmm. just the finals going the way it did and two how they started the season this year. I really do think that the heat, um, they have that, they have that edge. They have that, you know what I mean? That means too. Yeah. That gritty. And I think that that's going to show up on the court. And that's going to be a lot for the Milwaukee Bucks to handle for seven games. Definitely will be
1: electrifying. We go to the next. Yeah, number four. I can't believe I'm saying this. It doesn't look right. It just doesn't look right. Oh, it's the Knickerbockers, the New York <laughs> Knicks. Number four. Uh, they were 41 and 31. Yes, listeners. I didn't stumble. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't screw that up. It wasn't 31 and 41. Double they finished, <laughs> yeah, they finished 41 and 31 versus the number five. Another, honestly, another team that kind of didn't really, nobody was talking about, but had a pretty good season. Number five, Atlanta Hawks, 41 and 31, same record as New York. Predict the series who you got. Got Nick's tape in six. Nixon six?
0: Nixon six. Nick's tape in six.
1: I got Nick's in six as
0: well. <laughs> Me think, and Zach have not spoken about what our results are no. all day. So this is, yeah, we
1: just think like this. No, I, I love. I love what Randall's gonna bring. I think he's gonna be a matchup nightmare for Atlanta. And my hot take: RJ Barrett goes off.
0: You think this is the RJ Barrett series? I
1: think this is this might be the RJ Barrett series.
0: Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question, and I can understand yes, and I can understand no, and I'm actually I'm gonna understand no more than yes. Okay. Is Julius Randall most improved player? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I, I just think he's been doing this and we're just finally actually getting the recognition that he's due.
1: Potentially. You you aren't you aren't wrong, but the numbers don't lie versus his True. career. True. And to do it in a big market like that, you gotta give him you gotta give him his prop there. You gotta give him his cap there. Not not just
0: that, man. To say get me away from Zion and LeBron. I don't want either of these guys on the same team as me because I know what I do at my position and I should start. Like, yeah. Salute to Julius for betting on yourself low key though if d rose gets going Derek, Derek's derrick's fine <laughs> d rose is fine d rose is fine
1: oh, oh man
0: dude if we got a d rose redemption tour through that through that round Trey, who <laughs> Derek rose versus trey is going to be an interesting matchup mm-hmm. um I just remembered that they got rid of Rondo, so it's going to be Lou Williams, and I like Derrick Rose more than Lou Williams in that matchup off the bench, even if that's the
1: case. I mean, I know we're talking the Knicks up here, but Atlanta has some... They've got some guys too, right? Like, yeah, of course. You, you got to watch, you gotta watch uh, Trey, obviously. Like you said, Lou. Gallinari. Collins. Sorry? Uh, Gallinari. Golinari too. Collins. They're... They're a tough team to play. They're a nice little squad, man. Yeah. Tough team to play. Oh, Cameron Riddich as well. Yes, yes, yes. That's the dude. (laughs) Yeah. That team is, that team's a kind of a blue collar team. Show up, go to work. But I'm going to say this again. I like the Knicks in this series. I really do. And I just think it's better for basketball if they win.
0: Uh, I concur. Um, the Knicks ain't been right since what Jordan did to Ewing on that long night. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I I think I think it's about time for the – well, one, I'm glad the Knicks are actually in the playoffs because it's been quite the draft for them. But um, I'm excited to see what they look like as a playoff team and where they continue to build off from here.
1: On that All right, note?
0: To the West.
1: Best in the West. West, West, y'all. It's funny, though, because when I look at these records, it's kind of funny to see where they stack up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we were talking about Indiana 34 and 38 as a nine seed versus now let's switch to the West where Memphis, who's the nine seed, mm-hmm. is 38 and 34. <laughs> yep. Um, They get San Antonio at number 10 in the play-in game who finished – 33 and 39 this season. Who do you have here? Got Memphis. I'm Me not going to, I'm not going to front against
0: John, uh, John Morant. Um, they're a nice little squad. They've, they've done their work. They've done their due diligence. They've shown up when they needed to show up. Um, it's not their fault. They met Steph Curry at the wrong time when he's the human torch right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, it's just this, the victim of circumstances. And I really like John Morant. John Morant. Wow, I keep calling job John. Um, I really like John Morant. Um, yeah, no, but I ultimately think that, you know, we're starting to see the end of the Popovich era. Mm-hmm. There's only yeah. so much he can do. Um, but yeah, that's
1: it. Uh, Memphis. I got Memphis. Like you, one of my favorite players to watch right now is Jaw. I'm going with him. Uh, I've got Morant. Let me put a number on this. I think he scores 28 points and helps someone. Yeah,
0: 28 reasonable. He's going
1: against the Spurs. I still think Pop game plans around him, so to. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he goes off for like 35 or anything like that. But I think 28. Is yeah, just... I'll call the shot. I'll be the ballsy one. It's cool. I'll do it.
0: I'll stand You'll on do the it? ledge. I'll stand on the ledge. What are
1: you
0: Yo, going on with? Morant, 40. Oh, a 40 okay. burger, A 40-burger on him.
1: Okay, okay. And now let's go to the fun series. Oh, this. The playoffs match. before the playoffs.
0: When? How did you feel seeing this being the matchup and knowing what
1: you know about the Steph LeBron history? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. We are going to win. It's Steph. He's... Honestly, if you said to me he's the MVP this year, I can't really disagree with you. Uh, you can maybe, I could argue Joker on that end, right. but where would Golden State be without him? Dead last, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This year, uh, hey, t- hey, there was a chance they wouldn't even be here. You could probably they make an argument to last to be out of here. Yeah, yeah. So. Steph just doing what Steph does, and that's putting up big points. However, I think the Lakers' depth is better than Golden State's. And I know, yes, he wins games, Steph, but I got the Lakers here. They were 42 and 30 this year. Golden State was 39 and 33. Winner gets a date with Phoenix. I'm going Lakers. More dubs. I just don't think. I
0: I think. It, it's a one-game thing, right? Remember this. So I think I in this one game right now, because I ultimately think going forward into the next round, as we're about to cover, I think the Lakers still do make the playoffs and they win in. I just think they lose to the Warriors.
1: Only reason on this one, is, yeah. The only reason why I'm going to go Lakers over Golden State on this one, I don't see them stopping AD.
0: That's a fair point, actually. With Steph shooting the lights out of the building? Actually, I've seen Steph stop 80 before. Come
1: on. <laughs> 80, 80 different, though, now. That he's got his championship, 80 different. Um, I don't know. Steph's the human torch right now, man. I know, but you can somewhat... Okay, I feel... Okay, we'll say this. I feel more confident that the Lakers can slow Steph down than I... I would argue that they could slow AD down.
0: Fair, okay, that's a fair point.
1: Like what? You're gonna throw Draymond out there? Good luck. Don't go for him. Yeah, Wiseman's inexperience. He's gonna go to work on him. You still have Drummond. Ugh.
0: That's a big. Yeah, I, for, I forgot the tandem of your summons Actually, yeah. I forgot Andre Drummond was there for.
1: <laughs> if we go with the winner nine versus ten versus the loser of seven versus eight. I have Golden State versus Memphis. I'm going Golden State. I think Steph ends up beating them again. Um you would have LA versus Memphis. You go Lakers, right? Yeah, I'm
0: going Lakers. Um that's too much of a dominating force. And I just don't think that I don't think I don't I just don't see the Lakers not being in the playoffs. It doesn't compute. It just doesn't make sense. Not now. Not with the not with the band getting back together. It doesn't make sense that they lose out and miss the playoffs. This is a great story for when they win. Yo, if you all miss <laughs> the playoffs, if you all miss the playoffs, and Kobe just got inducted in the Hall of Fame.
1: Well, if they miss that, the play- that's Kobe shitting on Bron. <laughs> if they miss the playoffs, I'm going to say this: there is going to be big changes that will happen. Mm, that roster it'll look different next year if that's the
0: case it'll be like the cads roster the last year lebron was there when they started trying to bring everybody in together and then said now disperse
1: yeah and don't be surprised if they get really aggressive to add a third piece if that's the case well we'll get into that another time let's
0: we'll, when we look into the free agents and like who can go where
1: yeah but just something to keep in mind so you would have okay so you have utah Warriors the, Jazz. I would have Warriors-Jazz. I think you would have right. Lakers-Jazz. Correct. Sorry. What you, yes. So Makes sense. Who do you got? Utah? Sorry, I got to change my answers here a second. <laughs> All good. In
0: Lakers versus Jazz, I'm actually going to take the Lakers in six. I think that with the aspect of not knowing what the Jazz's backcourt's health, because obviously... You know, you got Donovan Mitchell who's coming off of injury. You have Mike Conley who's coming off of injury and who still hasn't returned yet. Um, You're going to have the overbearing dominance of, you know, that while facing LeBron, AD, Drummond, and so on and so forth, coups. I d- I just don't like the matchup for the Jazz ultimately, so I'm gonna go with the Lakers in six.
1: So I have Utah versus Golden State. I'll go Utah. I'll go seven. I think Steph makes a series, but at oh, the wow. end of the day, I, at the end of the day, I think I think Gobert is gonna be just too much to handle. Fair enough. I. I think he just poses too much of a mismatch. Um, And even if, I mean, even if Donovan and uh, Conley are both out, Joe Engels is shooting the ball very well too. I think he continues to do that. You have Clarkson off the bench as well. Rosters too deep. I don't think Golden State would be able to compete. I do think, I think Steph gives them a run for their money, but at the end of the day, it's just going to run out. Yeah. Not enough. All right, so number two, Phoenix. I have them against the Lakers. Gotta go LA on this one. I'll go LA in six. You're LA biased, or is this just. uh... No. I think it's a tougher matchup than people are giving it credit for if that's what it goes, if that's what it ends up being. I just think that playoff experience is gonna play a big part into this series. And. Unfortunately, besides what Chris Paul? Don't see there's not too much playoff experience on that team.
0: True. True. Um, so I have Phoenix versus the Warriors. Yeah. Um, I'm taking the Suns in five. That point guard matchup would be fun. I and the reason I really like that, how many years has Chris Paul met Steph Curry in the playoffs? And Chris Paul has never come away winning that. Team. I think this is the year way he wins the series.
1: I think like it's about
0: time. You know, not for nothing. They're gonna be it's a you're right, there's not a lot of playoff experience there, let alone against a team that has been there three, four times in over the course of the last six or seven years, right? Right. And I don't really think that like I just I don't like the matchups in the roster much like the Lakers. Like, I think I think Phoenix is going to have – or no, not Phoenix, sorry. I think the Warriors are going to have a longer time trying to guard Devin Booker and worry about a Chris Paul pick and roll. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I got the Suns, and to even double down on this, Chris Paul has a big night on the assist market in game one. That's my first call. I, I'm calling double-digit assists – Maybe even 15. Ooh, big number. Big
1: number. Big number. Big number. To my point, though, again, to pick on the front court for Golden State, I think Ayton would eat if that was the matchup. Yep. Plus, you also have Crowder. Okay. Now to the known matchups. Number three, Denver finished 47 and 25 this year versus number six, Portland, 42 and 30. You going Denver or you going Portland? I'm on Portland and six. <laughs> nice. I'm on Portland and six. A lot of underdogs here for
0: from um, from us. I like Portland and six. Uh, it's Dame time. I think the fuel from Cole putting that interview on the album with, with <laughs> this is what I've been doing. This is why yep. they brought me here. This is what I've been doing. Like, I've been ready for this moment. I think this is Dame time. Dame is going to go into the second round of the playoffs um and get a get the edge over i mean yeah portland will be get the edge over denver um i think missing jamal murray in a matchup of seven games like this is going to hurt them a lot more because now um why am i forgetting i think dame's going to size up an austin rivers really nicely on this one actually um so yeah i'm going to go with the portland trailblazers in 6 let's call let's 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 call some points here uh Dame 25 10 and 8.
1: That's a good stat line. I got Portland winning as well. And I got them in 7. Ooh. I got the, I got Dame daggering their hearts in the last game at home. This would have been a different game if sorry, this would have been a different series if Jamal Murray was there. Right. He's not, however, Porter Jr can pick up the pace. Yeah, but he's gonna probably be matched up against CJ McCollum. No, I gotta still go Dame on this one. I yeah, I, I, I gotta go. A- Dame. Yeah. I'll say that Dame in game seven goes off and I'm looking at i I'm looking at 37. 37. That's what I'm going with. I think you're gonna see, like you said, ice in the veins, Dame come alive in game seven.
0: I, I've got one underrated player for you in game seven that's going to really show out and not underrated because we shouldn't say this player's underrated because he's actually great. Um, Mellow. Yeah. I
1: think Mellow becomes the X factor in game seven. Definitely could. He's got that big play potential too, right? Mm-hmm. Lights are shining. He likes to step up. Also, I think people are sleeping on norm. Oh yeah.
0: This could be the resurgence for playoff norm.
1: Playoff norm can always come back with Portland. I have a bit of an issue. I don't know who's, who's going to match up against Joker. So, you I mean, they have Nurkic and Cantor, but I'm not sure they can slow down Nikola. I mean, Jokic can play almost any position, so it would be hard for them to guard him.
0: No, it's, that that's a fair point, man. Um, Jokic against Cantor, I don't like the matchup for Cantor, just because Jokic, I think, is a much more versatile weapon. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's a lot to keep up with. That's a lot to keep up with. Uh, plus, Jokic has done his thing this year as we've seen man he's a heavy case to be MVP ultimately though I think he still falls short sorry Denver I don't think it's a good year for you guys here I don't think it's a good year for you guys in the NFL I don't think it's a good season for you guys as long as Patrick Mahomes is breathing over there and saying I control your city Colorado
1: Rockies are terrible too (laughs) (laughs) but hey Colorado Avalanche they might do it (laughs) Uh, all right yeah last one we're gonna talk about way off p oh, number four clips 47 and 25 <laughs> this is number five dallas 42 and 30 let's talk playoff p or as i would call them playoff uh, pg three percent listen way off way
0: off p yeah <laughs> uh, all right how do you think this one you uh clips in five
1: Clips and five.
0: Clips and five. I listen. I like Luca. Yeah. I I got a soft spot for the Dallas Mavericks after they beat the Miami Heat like that in 2011. It's the Kawhi Leonard show. I think that's the start of it, man. Um, we're gonna see that cyborg come out. He's gonna put up a nice. He's gonna put up a 30 piece.
1: I also have Clips and five. Look I, at that. I don't see Dallas beating them. I
0: love Luka. Dallas. Love Luka, but no.
1: I love Luka too, but they limped their way into the playoffs. I mean, they, they struggled down the stretch a bit. Man. nope. I, I can't do it. I can't. I can't see it. I just can't see Luka pulling this off. If he does though, so, okay, hypothetically, if Dallas pulls this off, you have to bump Luka Doncic up into the top 10 best players in the league right now. Yeah. If he single-handedly takes out the Clips, yes,
0: I'll bump him up.
1: Well, let's be honest. He has to single-handedly take yes, the
0: out. Yes, true. He doesn't really have that much of a supporting cast around him.
1: Yeah, because that broken unicorn can't stay healthy. <laughs> oh, the curse of the Knicks hit. That's James Dolan's fault, too. Um, Everything's Dolan's fault. <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: All right, so I really, even though I like to hit on play, on Paul George, all jokes aside, I'm going to give him his respect because he has done fairly well this season. That's never been the issue, though. That's never it's been not, the issue. It's, always, it's, the playoff. it's exactly. always the playoffs. It's always yeah. the playoffs. It's always the playoffs. Paul George is about due to get it together at some point and shut the world up, right? But also the thing that we have to monitor and the reason I brought up the regular season is because this regular season has been different from him than those in the past two, just looking at his career stats. No, I, I, I really do think, though, this this is going to come down to Kawhi and Luka. Oh, sorry. We're talking about if they actually do do this, what has to be done. So Luka's got to average a triple-double every game. Mm-hmm. He best, basically has to turn into Russell Westbrook but win. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's the only way that this is going to happen for them or a fighting chance. Dallas seems to be kind of stuck in that repetitive loop like – they don't go up, they don't get down, they just kind of coast. Unfortunately, if they're looking to what they could end up being, they may end up being the Minnesota Timberwolves very soon. There's there's not really a fighting chance to them, in my
1: opinion. I like the clips on this one just because I think Ibaka, I think Serge brings a different element that they haven't had in previous years. I think Beverly's still Patrick Beverly. He'll be... Annoying to play against, and he's probably going to match up against Luca on some nights. And finally, you no, know, I mean, we're not talking about this, but they also have Rondo. True. And playoff Rondo is very, very dangerous. Right. So it's like you have playoff George, but then you have playoff Rondo. So it kind of balances itself out. I guess that equals. Um, do they still have Demarcus Cousins again?
0: Did they re up him for the playoffs?
1: Yeah, Cousins is there. Yes. So
0: yeah, that's also going to be huge too.
1: That's what we're going with. Listeners, I mean, let us know what you what your thoughts are. I'm just plus Ronda Ron loves cousins, man. Yeah. I just find it funny that we both only had one series that went four. Well, yeah, because
0: who who'll stop in Brooklyn in the first round? I don't see anybody. Nah. No. No. Nah, it's it's not realistic. It's not realistic. I might throw money at it because you know that might be one of those things like you win big. But true. I don't. I don't really think. I can't really see the Brooklyn Nets losing now. Not with
1: that roster. The only thing I could think of is if they're like load management in the playoffs.
0: But they've been doing that all year.
1: No, I know. But like they're up like three games to none.
0: Side note: This is the longest, and I know he missed a lot of the season, but this is the longest we've seen Kyrie play since that championship run.
1: Kyrie was went off a the other night. Yeah. Yes, he did. Fifty points. Yes, he did. Um, it's a bad, bad man when he goes off.
0: I do kind of want to see Kyrie versus Brown in the finals. That'd be kind of dope.
1: There's so many interesting matchups, man. And KD versus Brown in the finals. Yeah. Ah, no, it's just there's so many good matchups that you can that you can draw up. I just think it's going to be tough to beat Brooklyn this year. I Absolutely. don't. I don't see them getting bounced, and if they do, I'm going to say this: if Brooklyn doesn't win at all it's going to be because of injury that's the only reason yeah that's the only reason why it would make sense because anything
0: else is inexcusable anything else is inexcusable i don't care (laughs) if you if you if yeah they put up 140 you guys are put up supposed to put up 150 like yeah that's how that's supposed to go
1: yeah it's gonna be that or you're gonna have to play defense that just makes them feel uncomfortable just putting them in places that that they're not comfortable shooting from. Like Correct. you know what I mean? Just just forcing them and forcing them. And that's tough to do over a seven game series. Like Correct. yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be tough. All right, so let's discuss the speech that Vanessa Bryant delivered for the late great. And now I can officially say Hall of Famer Kobe Bryant.
0: I'm gonna let you Sorry, take the lead. this one. Yeah, yeah.
1: I thought she did a fantastic job. I thought the little quirky. Comments that she made and the little jabs were awesome too. You could tell that there's no uh, ill will there. Those were all just sincere jabs. And she hit the nail on the head. I liked how she didn't go out and signal out anybody because she's like, I don't know who he would actually signal out. He liked to do these press conferences or he'd like to do these speeches on a whim. He did like to get up there and it's been well documented. He mm-hmm didn't really prepare for these sort of things and he would come in and just you know say what was on his mind yeah i just like the way she did it i i thought that was awesome the only thing that i think she could have said which probably would have got me and i would have been bawling my eyes out was if she ended the speech with mamba out that would have hurt
0: yeah i wouldn't have been able to
1: watch that no that would have been different yeah that was my only thing i was I was like, oh, man, because that's what I thought she was going to do. But the way she ended it was still perfect. I mean, and and props to her, too. I mean, that's that's tough. You're going up there. She's probably came across a lot of these people. But then there's probably some people, former players, execs, agents, you know, anybody involved in that business that she's never even met before that is coming up to her and saying how much her husband made an impact on their career or what they, you know, their experiences with him and to sit there and just kind of have to relive the whole incident again it's still tough and you know props to her for keeping it together
0: um yeah shout out to Vanessa Bryan for that um on your end she she got me at the first part where she was like I'm like when she started talking about how she never publicly praised Kobe because Kobe would walk around and like fans would be like oh my god I adore you and yada yada yada. Mm -hmm. but she's like I kind of had to check them back into earth so like yeah kind of like all our girlfriends do like when you get home and like you ain't shit
1: <laughs> well it's like you know when you go to the, you know when you go to the community why and you drop like 20 points and you come back home gloating and she's just like cool take out the garbage yeah exactly right <laughs> yo yo, mop this up real quick <laughs> yeah
0: exactly <laughs> um no she got me with that she got me with um i think something that's very very big to note here is when she was talking about kobe and why he wouldn't sit down to uh sit out a game because of injury or re- just to rest and he said what about the people that have you know saved up only to see me play just once
1: right the and, guy's sitting in the 300s that right you know like i'm, blue I'm, collar.
0: I'm doing it for him so to right. know kobe like kobe cared that much about what he was doing for people and he realized what his what what the opportunity people were taking out of their time and their financials, to, regardless of the situation, to go support him. Um, very, very huge to acknowledge. Um, I I was expecting Mike to talk. I'm kind of glad he didn't now. I've told you off, Mike. I think the only person that would have made more sense than Vanessa to talk or to accept that award would have been Shaq. Yeah, but... Um, I know it's very tough to get into that as well. Right. Um, but or now, film. man... Or Phil. Um, yeah, Phil Phil won him with him too, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I just wish Kobe was here. I wish Kobe was here to see that. Um, that was – that would that that speech. Could you imagine the shots? The shots at KG, the shots at Timmy. Absolutely. <laughs> like, that speech would have been the one. Um, unfortunately. MJ. MJ uh, AI. Yeah, all of them. Kwame. Teammates. <laughs> Hulkasaw, oh. Tommy Brown, <laughs> yeah, uh, um, uh, Matt Barnes, for sure. The like the the list is insane when you actually
1: look. Dwight, hundred percent, hundred percent. Listen, I mean, above above and beyond, he deserved that night. It's unfair that he wasn't there to accept that award. Bottom line is Kobe is LA and he embodies what being a Laker truly is. Form. Just a tough form. It's t- Yeah. Like I can't even talking about it because he made such an impact on my life. So I couldn't even, I it, couldn't even imagine. It like, still doesn't even feel real. No, it, it still hasn't clicked. Like that, that happened. No. What a great dad too. At the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. You ever, did you ever see the Kobe Bryant News documentary? No. So in it, Um, he was discussing how he had choices to make, obviously, as you, you know, start to indulge with basketball, where you're living, how much of a priority you're going to take your job and yada, yada, yada. He said, well, I can't sacrifice basketball and I can't sacrifice training. Mm -hmm. I can't sacrifice family. So I'm going to sacrifice sleep. So, right. Kobe was one of the parents that would always go pick up his dogs from school, whether Mm -hmm. driving or helicopter, however he chose to approach it. And on like, for example, road games, he just got a nap on the bus 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. He's like, I, but he, he put the emphasis on things that he knew would be the most influential and important, not just as a brand, but for him. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of things to be, learned about those because obviously we all look at our day every time and we're like we didn't have enough time for this or that and the other, but like or for this person specifically. And that is where a lot of people run into problems and unfortunately things go sour. Um but no just to have the wherewithal to be like, hey, um I'm not going to lose this family time like no matter what. I'm already away for X amount of months of the year. Mm -hmm. I gotta be present as much as i can be present for sure so yeah that's my point um yeah Cob, we miss you congratulations yeah ain't that some shit that ain't that <laughs> some shit <laughs>
1: uh on that note um oh we're not gonna no, talk about it oh, which one's that okay what do you want to talk about look look
0: oh yes a- no ARB, ARB. airb that's all we-, we can do this just as a question <laughs>
1: Yes. No. No. Let's let's do this question. I know exactly which question you're gonna do. So,
0: hear it. Go. And fans, please, I want to hear from you guys on this. Who's comeback optically is nastier? Is it Tim Tebow coming back after nine years from quarterback to tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, or or is it head ass Eddie Lacy wannabe Kev- Kelvin Benjamin? <laughs> <laughs> Going from wide receiver to tight end. By the way, full disclaimer: the last time I heard Kelvin Benjamin's name was he signed to the Chiefs. I think maybe two to three years seasons ago. And if he did not, and I did not see him on the field once. So,
1: <laughs> so um, Zach, who?
0: Why would you ask me such a hard question? Come
1: back. Ah, nastier comeback. Uh, okay. I'm going to on this one. I have to go Tebow guy was playing baseball. Now he's playing football again. He's 33 hey. years old. He used to be a quarterback. Now he's like, oh, I'm just going to come and catch. by the way, I saw a clip somebody posted too. they're like, they're like, yeah, check out Tebow here. This is what we're going to see and i think it's him with the eagles and it's a wildcat play oh and, yeah i know this. and mark <laughs> threw him the ball and he didn't even turn his head i'm like oh this is gonna be interesting <laughs> but according to urban meyer he impressed quite a bit and they told him to work on some stuff and he came back and he worked on it and he got better so i think it's all smoke and mirrors i think tebow's just there to uh help lawrence transition into the you know, the starting quarterback and how to deal with the pressure, especially in Florida. But it's going to be interesting. Who do you have Kelvin or do you have 316? I got, I got Kelvin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, um, Tebow, I can understand going into, like you said, sh- even though he's going to be playing position at tight end, eyes on the quarterback room, that's still going to help Trevor. Mm -hmm. Um, Kelvin Benjamin coming back at the weight that he's at. Well, let me be respectful. I don't know what weight he's at. I (laughs) I haven't seen, I haven't seen Kelvin Benjamin. I just really hate the fact that he's in the Giants. (laughs) Um, Like I said, the Eddie Lacey thing is a real thing to me where he didn't care about football. Didn't care about his weight. We saw how much he didn't care. It was Cam Newton's fault in Carolina and he struggled consistently in buffalo and the chiefs um
1: How do you struggle
0: and, with mahomes well you struggle when you don't see the field i know but like because because the, all you have to the do option, like... the options were tyreek hill sammy watkins and kelvin benjamin all on the field at the same time not and i'm only talking about the receivers right not, not discounting travis but if those two are over the top if it's sammy and and, and tyreek gone mm-hmm. you're supposed to be be your influence like that's why mccall hardman is so great
1: but for me it's just like whip yourself into shape shut up do the work learn the playbook and just be like coach i'll go out as the second tight end no
0: he came to the giants and said yo i'm gonna <laughs> help mentor Kadarius tony with one shoe and Yo, the Eagles signing Ryan Kerrigan, like I said to you, like, I can't wait. to. Yeah, go ahead. Block him. Block him. I thought that was a very underrated
1: signing, by the way.
0: We're not. Yeah, uh, but I don't want to sidetrack too far. I just want to continue to use this to shit on Calvin Benjamin. Keep going. Talk that (laughs) talk.
1: No. Catch um, that smoke.
0: I really, Giants fans, y'all are going to hate me, and I don't really give a shit. That's cool.
1: Um, I know one that well. (laughs) Tell him to
0: get over his feeling. Um, (laughs) Ouch. um, Uh, Listen, Kelvin, I thought it was over for Kelvin. I didn't expect to hear the name Kelvin Benjamin, let alone today. (laughs) Yep. Um, Because yes, you're going to have the experience factor of what a Kyle Rudolph brings. Sorry. I lost the name for a second there. Um, but when I look at the signing ultimately, I look at it like this. Who well, on Ingram's, that roster?
1: Yeah, Ingram's versus, banked up. Yeah. Too.
0: Yeah. But they so I'm I'm a big thing of big person on you know having champion championship experience on your roster. Mm-hmm. So when I look at that signing and I see that all together collectively, there's not a Super Bowl appearance, not a not a recent playoff appearance there, except for Mason but uh kyle sorry yeah kyle's had kyle's had some kyle's lives. been with the playoffs. Kyle, kyle's seen the nfc championship so yeah. I, I can put respect on kyle but the rest of them <laughs> i think yeah. it's gonna be a long season for the giants fans hey by the way full disclosure i had put down my first football bet with my coworker, and i have the eagles winning the nfc east this was before the ryan Carrigan signing I'm just uh, going to leave that at
1: that. I don't want to indulge. I, I want to save. I mean, easily. I hope it's I hope it's better than your Boston Celtics will finish second. Big, but... <laughs> By the way, uh, I, I
0: said all that and I didn't even check out their record. <laughs> they could have been out of the playoffs and I was like, no, nah, they'll be second. It's okay. <laughs> I think they were like
1: six. <laughs> uh, 12 games plan. behind. <laughs> yeah. No, um, uh, that's, that's what I bold. got bold move on that note i think it's wrap up time next week we'll discuss the nfc north yes sir so i look forward to that probably bring back cash and fade yep and uh once again
0: we should have a few
1: next week for sure for sure and i mean once again sorry everyone for the potential delays or whatever but you know what more content What do you want from us? Exactly. If you're upset, go listen to the Cole album. We'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. So on that note, this is the Two Point Culture, and we out. Peace.